This episode was produced in collaboration with Organon. My advice is to do what you love and love what you do. Money is a reward and not a goal. And success will flow if you're not thinking of money, but of the goals you have in your life. Around the world, women are unlocking an equal future for everyone. They are breaking stereotypes, fighting inequality, and leading boldly in places where historically women were left out. You are listening to World Women in Charge, a podcast that shares stories of women around the world who are challenging the status quo and shattering the glass ceiling to lead the change. I'm your host, Rupa Dash, the CEO of World Women Foundation. This episode is produced in collaboration with Organon. Organon is a global healthcare company dedicated to making a world of difference for women, their families, and the communities they care for. Today's guest is Sylvia Tan, Director of Digital Medicine and Interoperability at the Berlin Institute of Health at Chittai. Sylvia became interested in technology at an early age. When I was 11 years old, my father brought me a PC, a computer from the US, and I tried to work with this computer and to program the computer to play games. And after my high school career, I decided to be an engineer and to work with computers again, or I worked with computers all the time. But Sylvia was also very interested in medicine. I decided to combine both technology and medicine. And so I studied biomedical engineering and decided to be an engineer. My bachelor's thesis was about programming an MRI, that's magnetic resonance imaging. And so uh, the physicians and the scientists at uh, my university, where I did my bachelor's thesis, decided to give me the chance to uh, study again. And this was medicine. And I think you all know that in Germany, it doesn't cost money to go to university at all. And I decided because I thought this is a a very nice opportunity for me um, to combine both things and to to help people here um, by combining technology and medicine. Sylvia's interest in technology led her to work in interoperability. Interoperability is the ability of different systems to assess and exchange information. In healthcare, sharing information leads to better treatments. I'm passionate about um, interoperability and solving problems here with digital um, health solutions because I wanted to heal patients with new technologies and um, I want to fight pandemics and uh, help to um, 
um, work against cancer and um, um, prevent cancer and prevent chronic diseases. And um, we should do this in, in, a, in an international community. And um, this is um, very important to know that this community gives us the um, energy to, to solve these problems and that we have to collaborate here in this field. And I think this is the most important um, 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 part that we are aware of international organizations like the WHO who tries to, to find these uh, diseases and we should all work together here in this field. I like to help doctors and scientists to um, get more and good data. And we work together in a worldwide community to establish international standards here in this field so that we all get data on a fair basic. Fair means um, findable, accessible, interoperable and reusable so that we can work with this data. And in my opinion, this should be a public good so that we can share our scientific word, work all over the world. And the challenges are uh, that we cannot really share data because of um, many hurdles, like data security and privacy issues in each country and in Europe. It's different to other um, countries here and to the US, for instance, you have to work together with industry and industry has their own business model. For instance, you have to um, explain um, why we use this data if you're a scientist and we have to cooperate and not all people want to cooperate, but I think most of the scientists, especially right now in this pandemic um, era, want to work together and want to help um, the world here in this field. Sylvia is also passionate about advocating for better representation of women in clinical trials. Women are underrepresented in data and in uh, clinical trials. And if, if you want to do science to have a new um, drug, uh, for instance, you have to have uh, data out of clinical trials. And even if you work with animals in a very early phase of a trial, uh, they um, prefer to take male mice, for instance, or male animals because they are cheaper and they don't have this hormonal circumstances like a woman. And um, so um, they decide not to be aware of, of gender here. And so the data has a bias. So, and beside that, you get a much data out of wearables, for instance, or new uh, innovative cl clinical trials, and they use data from soldiers in the US. And um, so they um, work on data of 94% of data from men. So um, this is um, dangerous for women. The underrepresentation of women in clinical trials results in flawed medical treatments. And sadly, that's not the only way in which women face healthcare challenges today. They're facing many challenges because they are the primary parental caregivers. Often they, are, they live in poverty or they have 
poor health. They don't get enough food uh, in, in many low-income countries. And even in Germany, there are many, many single parents, mostly women, who um, have to take care of the children and cannot really work and don't have enough money for healthcare services. So um, this is one part. And the other part is that most of the healthcare workers are women. And um, these women are not in a leadership role. So they have not the power to do the decisions here in this field. So beside that, we have many women-focused diseases, uh, and we can talk about mental health and sexual transmitted uh, diseases and some uh, female diseases where scientists didn't focus on because women weren't interesting for the uh, scientific domain. The new problem that we um, have to deal with uh, data, and within data, we have our unconscious bias especially in data which we are using for um, new technologies and for um, artificial intelligence at algorithms. And we have a huge bias in clinical trials since many, many years. And so women aren't treated well enough or there's a, a bias in treatment of women. Sylvia believes in order to take women's health more seriously, we must have more women in leadership positions. How can we help women to lead efficiently? We um, should have uh, gender equality in leading positions and in, in projects, um, in organizations and within science. So um, they, we need to have role models here in this field. And one really important issue is, is to um, get equally paid. And we should have a transparency of salary. And um, we should evaluate recruitments for gender biases and unconscious bias as well. Sylvia took this issue in her own hands by founding the She Health Network. The She Health Network is about women, she, uh, men, he, and he e-health and this means that all people should be involved into this field of e-health and digital medicine and they should work together and um, right now we have a huge community we have five more than 500 um, scientists here within our community our network and we try to find solutions for uh, the gender pay gap for instance we want to help women to be more visible here in this field and um, to have better data with no bias. Sylvia is now a leader in her field and an advocate for gender equality in healthcare. Leading to me is motivating the team, inspiring the team and showing the way how we should go and which technologies we should deal with. So I'm leading change for women by removing the social expectations and policies that hold women back. And I try to mentor, to be a mentor and to be a role model. But her success didn't come without failures. Things can go wrong despite uh, best efforts. And I learned to not let the fear of failure hold me back on my scientific journey. 
and um, we always have the opportunity to learn and build resilience then and we learn a lot from failures. Inspired by her own experiences, Sylvia has advice for you. Uh, my advice is to do what you love and love what you do. Money is a reward and not a goal and success will flow if you're not thinking of money but of the goals you have in your life. Sylvia is excited about the future of healthcare and the role of technology in it. So the future of healthcare will be very exciting to all people in the world. We will see a rise of telehealth uh, and digital health. We will have more prevention opportunity, uh, precision medicine to, to help to cure cancer and immunizations against uh, cancer, for instance. We have uh, better management of chronic diseases by applying digital um, applications and working with our smartphones, for instance, and um, um, having EHRs, or in my opinion, um, each person should have his own personal EHR. But first of all, we have to have a birth certificate for all children in the world. We are working on this at the WHO level. And um, I think patients or people get empowered and they will have better um, health literacy. So they understand their body and physiology and um, uh, their illness better in the future. I hope that Sylvia's story inspired you to be in charge of the change you want to see. If you haven't already, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast, World Women in Charge. Your support will help us reach more listeners. For more updates, you can follow World Women Foundation on Twitter and Instagram at World Woman Fund and LinkedIn at World Woman Foundation. That's it for today. We hope to catch you all in our next episode. This episode is produced in collaboration with Organon. Organon is a global healthcare company dedicated to making a world of difference for women, their families, and the communities they care for.